three, two, one. You already know who it is. It's the skate that brings the heat, Double D, and you're very welcome to Blastcast. If you're listening to this now, that means that I have released it, which means that we have passed 500 plays of the podcast, which is fucking nuts. I still think that that is still so, so, so fast. Um, I mean, I'm recording this in the middle of March. What fucking day is it just for posterity? So it's Saturday the 13th of March. It is 11.20 in the morning. And uh, as you know, the promise was when the podcast got to 500 plays, I was going to take a 1000 milligram edible called the Atomic Wheelchair and record a podcast, try to record a podcast. So here we all are. Here's what's up. It is it is 11.20 and the edible is long, long gone. Uh, took the took that at about 11, maybe just before and... My apologies, but I did forget to start a timer at that stage. Um, but the stopwatch has been running now for 7 minutes 44, so I think there's probably about 10 to add on there, at least 10 to add on there, but I just wanted to have the stopwatch running so that um, I can check in and out of this, because if I just leave this recording all day, um, there's just a chance of me fucking up and not recording different pieces. So I'll be in and out, and because uh, I'm definitely going to have to get up and move around and make sure that I'm not fucking basically unconscious so haven't noticed haven't noticed uh, too many effects just yet but i uh, got some good ideas for what we're going to do today we're going to start off by uh, me providing an alternative commentary for dustin poirier versus dan hooker the fight of the year 2020 and um you know that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty fucking good so i've got that saved up here on youtube being totally safe about this the the copy of the fight that I have saved in my YouTube watch later list is from UFC Espanol. So even if I do turn the commentary on, I'm not going to have a fucking clue what's being said. Um, and then after that, we're probably going to do watch alongs for some 90s cartoons. Got up this morning, not sure how or why it came up. But I uh, mean, the girlfriend and we're just talking about shows we watched as kids. And it got me started on, got me started on ridiculous 90s animation like... And it got me started on ridiculous 90s animation such as the Biker Mice from Mars, the Street Sharks, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, obviously, and the Extreme Dinosaurs. So we were looking up all the intros for all of these and like Art Attack. And then she was showing me weird Canadian kids shows like the Big Comfy Couch. And uh, it's just such a great hit of nostalgia to go back and do that every now and then. Um, and then, oh, I was watching that. So, yeah, so long story very short, that's what we were doing this morning, including actually... Animaniacs, which was like way, way, way ahead of its time. I honestly just watched a compilation of their different openings over the years this morning. And like, it's like, this cartoon is better than Family Guy. What the fuck is going on here? And I'll tell you what, if it's better than Family Guy, it's, if it's not better than Family Guy, it certainly is better than, um, the Cleveland show. Wasn't that the second, the second spinoff? No, American Dad's not a spinoff. Either way, Cleveland show, bad poops. Um, Okay, so I'm feeling myself already starting to talk shit a bit here, so uh, maybe we're going places. Now, I want to say straight up as well, the sound is going to be different today. I don't know if it's going to be any better or going to be any worse, because I'm in the living room, so there's less soft surfaces. There's a lot more hard surfaces for the fucking sound to bounce off, um, but I am able to project harder, but then I'm also going to be competing with the TV noise. So 
this could be an interestingly produced and sounding podcast. So fair warning straight up, I would never just let these come in here and think that it's just going to sound terrible all day or that that was on purpose or even worse that I didn't know it sounded like shit. But here we all are. A little bit later in the show as well, I want to talk about, uh, want to, well, potentially talk about it. From, we'll have to see if I'm going to be capable of speaking as well because there's things working against me here. Like I am currently trying really, really hard to be keto and intermittent fast. And that means that I haven't had food since last night at 8 o'clock and haven't had carbs in a week at this point. So there's just no telling what the fuck my liver is going to be doing here. Or and like this could hit me like a fucking ton of bricks. This could be a 30 minute podcast and then I'm out and then, uh, you know, I'll see you all at my funeral. But hopefully not. I like to think that I've fucking been around the block enough times that this isn't going to be a real, real problem for me. So, um... Yeah, I guess without further ado, we'll stick the fight on. We'll get into that. Really, it's just such a cracking fight. It's like, definitely, like, if my memory is correct, I could, of course, this could, of course, go horribly, horribly wrong. But, like, as far as my recollection goes, like, this was truly a, a match of the art of the eight limbs. Like, there were knees and elbows being thrown all over the show here. And Dan Hooker's so tall for lightweight, so, like, getting into a clinch and firing that knee up the middle should be such a weapon for him. I was so sure that that's what was going to take out Michael Chandler, but alas. Okay, get into my watch later playlist here. So, uh, got the Daft Punk anime in there. Um, I was knocked out to learn that there's a Daft Punk anime set to, and then I was disappointed to learn it's set to their Discovery album because like, although all Daft Punk albums absolutely all have their merits, um, Discovery is the one that has the most tunes that are played out. Like, I, no more times. Okay, let's just say that. No more times for that one. And Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger is just was just so ubiquitous. Like, I never need to hear that one again. And doesn't that one also have uh, Around the World, which is kind of played out too. So definitely, definitely do want to watch it, though. It's meant to be incredible. Uh, Interstellar 5555, the story of the secret star system, it's called, and all of the story of the secret star system they're all fives instead of s's so they're obviously up to something there Um i am that robbie so i am that robbie or oby or roby i am that troby i don't know but he is a really good film critic whose work i've been enjoying and he's like recontextualizing how i feel about certain movies and thinking about them and um, so i have saved in here a uh, watchmen 2009 superhero metafiction a video essay. So I'll be excited to watch that. I've got a video here called How to Blend Cheap Coloring Pencils because um, it somehow just came up for me randomly the other day and I was like, well, I'm terrible at using my adult coloring book whenever I do sit down to do it. So it's not even all that relaxing. So maybe I should practice and see. So we'll watch that someday and see what's going on. Uh, then have the Wisecrack Guide to Parasite. Just saw Parasite during a week. Cracking movie. I'm sure we're going to talk about it on a podcast before Blastcast comes out, so we won't get back into it now. But um this video is by Wisecrack. Wisecrack are like a pop philosophy channel, and they're always breaking things down and like the symbolism and stuff. So Parasite was so full of symbolism. Like I'm sure I'm going to have talked about this already, but I just really, really, really love the touch. So so subtle. Like the poor people lived in an underground basement. And you had to walk up a set of stairs to get to the front door of the rich people's house. And then that let you into a set of stairs whereby you could get up into the living room. So just like, you know, the implying 
the implication of the hierarchy there. Uh, steps to improve voiceovers in Audacity. So, um, you know, like I am always trying to improve this for you. Creating and customizing an ARP like Deadmouse and using Cthulhu and Ableton Live. That's the electronic music production that I'm trying to do. Like someday this podcast will have its own theme tune that I wrote and played, um, on my 25 key MIDI controller and, uh, nobody will ever be able to tell me that I can't have that. Cause what the fuck? Like obviously I have the copyright on that. So bite me. Um, so I'm excited to have that and take, uh, like I love the intro that I have right now, but it is the intro from my old radio show, and it has you know Metallica music in it. So somewhere along the line, if this goes anywhere, that's just gonna cause fucking problems for me. But like, there's already so much in this podcast that's gonna cause problems for me. There's fucking uh, samples and all, all used out of place. Advocated genocide on more than one occasion, I believe already. Used ableist slurs, like. Just is what it is, though. We're just, we're having crack here and you can't get caught up in thinking about all these things. You just gotta get out there and, you know, like podcasting is just talking into a microphone. It's not thinking about talking before you talk, you know? Uh, wow, that might, that edible might be taking us places. How deep are we now? 16 mints. Six beginner shred guitar patterns. Bill Burr's mushroom trip. Yeah, I'm still going through my watch later list here. Just some recommendations if you're looking to watch anything. Um, more I am not Robbie, including, uh, he, how Uncut Gems creates a perfect protagonist. Uncut Gems is a fucking weird movie, but um, everyone that's seen it has had a visceral reaction to it. I think it's fair to say that much. But anyway, I've gotten through the list far enough here that we are now at. Uh, I'm now at the fight. Let's have a look at this. I have never even tried to do this, like even in my head, commentate a fight. Um, and I think it's ironic that I'm going to sit down and try and commentate a fight today because the commentary in the actual UFC last weekend was fucking atrocious. Um, I take that there's a lot of mitigating factors, like the no fans being there completely changes the vibe for them, I am sure. But it just feels like they're podcasting at the side of the ring sometimes. It's it, it's annoying. And, I mean, granted, there wasn't a whole lot to talk about in that main event, but there was a certain bias towards Adesanya and his fainting and... And it just for me was the first time that I had actually noticed, but couldn't help stop noticing then as soon as I had, basically what all the internet trolls have been saying about Rogan and Co. for a while now. So hopefully when fans come back, that'll, uh, that'll get a lot better because like Bellator, like it, it reminded, it was, would have, would have reminded you of Bellator commentary. Now I obviously, like I don't watch a lot of Bellator, but they put clips up of the commentary from Bellator on Twitter just to take the piss out of it. Not Bellator themselves, but like MMA hipsters. Dude, it's fucking woeful sometimes. Really, really, really bad. Um, Big John McCarthy, great referee. Fucking not much of a commentator. Um, not that... Who the fuck am I to say anything about it, I guess? So let's go. So let's see. What was the what's the prologue to this fight? So Poirier is coming into this um, off the loss to Khabib. Um, it's debatable whether or not that was the best anyone had done against Khabib. I guess he didn't last quite as long as McGregor um, or Ali Quinta, but... Uh, certainly challenged, challenged, uh, attacked with a guillotine, which looked like it might have gone somewhere. So that was unfortunate. Um, but then he just came back in ready to fight. And I don't think there was any trash talk or anything like this. If there was any trash talk going into this, it would have been Hooker. Um, not sure who Hooker fought before this. I think maybe Hooker smashed Paul Felder up before this. Um, don't know. Don't know. Um, fucking real struggling, really struggling now just to try and think of uh, Hooker's back catalogue. So I'm going to have probably no facts on him and just be talking all about Poirier during this match. So let's just get into it the fuck. 
This was the headliner of a fight night, I believe. It's in the Apex Arena in the smaller cage. Herb Dean is the referee. Both looking ready. Glove touch. Nice. You love to see it. <sighs> this is just going to be so, so, so violent. Hooker looks fucking locked in. Oh, Brooklyn Wren letting us know that it's round one. How else are you going to know if not for the ring girls? That's what I always say. All right, they're fighting. Hooker fainting early. Shoulder, uh, sorry, hip faints. Calf kick landing there for Hooker. No punches landing just yet. Both threatening. Poirier with the tape. Doesn't land. Hooker looks really, really fucking long. So much longer. Poirier moving out of range. Very, very nicely. Poirier, or Hooker touching with kicks. Oh. Lead left landed for Hooker. Poirier still getting out of the way of everything else. Hooker more active, certainly. Lead jab landed there as well. Dustin threw a big left hand there. Oh, clocked him with a big left hand there. Hooker nodding. Feeling each other out again. Not much distance between the two of them. Smaller cage making such a big impact. Oh, Hooker got him in the face. Poirier says, nah, Poirier has his leg. Oh, caught the leg on a kick there. Didn't manage to capitalize on it. Still largely a game of feints in the punching. Very nervy, trying to get the rhythm still. Trying to break the rhythm. Oh, great kick lands there to the thigh for Hooker. Poirier nodding, that was a good one. Poirier just shrugged off a groin kick, touched his glove, it was like, right, fucking, let's go, let's keep going. Almost a bit of a level change there, or maybe just a level change faint from Hooker. He's sinking down on his hips a little bit every so often. You love to watch boys from City Kickboxing fight. Wow, big low kick landed for Hooker there. Two and a half minutes to go. Halfway through the round. Hooker taking it so far. Another left jab landing for him. Sorry, a hook. Oh, Hooker coming in with a swinging hook. Poirier's clinched it up, pushed him back to the fence. Nobody's going anywhere for a second. Poirier keeping position. Looking to work. What's he going to do on the break? Oh, they've broken up. Hooker gets out clean. Poirier threw a mean, mean, mean left hand there, but didn't land. Oh, Hooker threw one of the body and then up top. Nice combo. Landed both. Hooker's nose is bloodied. Not sure when that happened. Oh, big kick to the body for Poirier. 
relay kick straight to the liver of Dan, Dan Hooker. Dustin forcing him back for a second there. Dan came on and an elbow in the face for his troubles. Wow, big right hand for Dustin Poirier. Dan Hooker swivels to the back. Has Poirier pushed against the fence. Breaks. Poirier initiates the clinch. Wow, throwing elbows in the clinch. Hooker going to the body repeatedly. Oh, one of the face for Hooker. God damn, that was a great punch. Oh, Hooker trying for the clinch knee. Poirier with the short hammer fist in the clinch. Oh, big right hand for Poirier. Hooker's landing less, more, but less, um, there's less on them. Okay, they're off the fence now, back and back out into the open. Oh, high kick for Poirier, doesn't quite land. Low kick for Hooker lands. Another attempt by Hooker to get the clinch. Stuffed. Oh, two jabs to the body landed for Hooker, which started as faints upstairs. Very, very clever. Great work. Great work, Dan. Fuck's sake, does Dan Hooker win this first round? That's crazy. I can't wait to look at the numbers after this. Oh, Poirier just ate one trying to move in. That was sloppy from him. Wow, makes Hooker pay for a big time with a big right hand. And a low kick to the calf to finish the round. Herb Dean steps in. Touches the gloves. Poirier is loving life right now. Wasn't loving eating that one in that replay. Damn, that was a massive one. All oh, those short hammer fists were fucking fabulous in the clinch for Poirier. Overall, I mean, I don't know the numbers. The numbers aren't coming up on screen here. Oh, we're not even getting the full minute. I thought I was going to talk shit for a minute there. Let's go. Okay, Hooker opens with a kick. Hooker opens violently, pushing Poirier back. Keeping on the end of a long teepler. Calf kick. Now starting to go upstairs. Poirier lands two or three upstairs there. A flurry. Bang. Big right hand up the stairs. Hooker attacking the body again. Hooker's bent over almost double sometimes here. So long. Poirier eats about three shots. Oh, Dan trying with the knee again. Poirier catches his leg. He's working on the clinch now. He's um, pushed up against the fence. He was working for a takedown, but didn't get it. Dan Hooker pulls him up. They're clinched up against the fence. Poirier with the trip. Trying for the trip. Hooker won't go down. Big punches to the face. Landing for Dustin Poirier. Hooker in a bad spot. Bam. Trying to hand fight. Trying to hand fight, but not getting it. Dustin not letting him. He is eating shots to the face here. Hooker's going to come out of this bleeding like a fucking stuck pig. Hooker now reverses. Has Poirier up against it. Oh my god, Poirier just landed an elbow from hell and a couple of digs to follow it up. Swings wildly. Misses two or three. Dan Hooker has him now. Um, headlock. Broken up. Hooker's going to the body. Poirier, oh, uppercut for Hooker. Uppercuts, uppercuts all around. Poirier is back with hooks. This is dirty boxing now. Hooker with the power double pushes, uh, pushes Hooker right back up against the fence. Now Hooker reverses to clinch stop. Oh, Poirier tried to kick him in the head while he was bent over double. Poirier lands two big ones. Eats a little one on the way in though. Enough to make him wise up. The reset. Poirier is doing something with his hands here that I don't quite understand. He's touching at, he's range fighting so, so well. Range fighting and knowing that Hooker's arms are bent so he's able to throw fucking uppercuts. Step into the pocket and throw uppercuts. This is fabulous work from both these men. Bit of a lull in the action here. Oh, up the stairs twice for Dustin Poirier. Good lord. 
Hooker's not winning this round, that's for fucking damn sure. Oh, Poirier. Poirier with a great combination to finish with an uppercut. Hooker going low with a left, with a calf kick. Oh, Hooker punishing Poirier there with two up the stairs. Poirier gets one back. High kick that gets checked. Two high hands for Poirier. One of them landed. Now he shot for the power double. Has him clinched up against the fence with the head position. Might still be trying to work on that double leg. Now he's giving it up. Hand fighting. Oh, Hooker doesn't want to get hit in the clinch again. Wow, elbows from Dustin Poirier. A lot of blood on Dan Hooker's face right now. Holy fuck. Low kicks for Hookerland. Two up top for Poirier in, in return. Dustin Poirier is nodding and smiling as Dan Hooker's punching him in the face. Oh, flurry from Poirier. Beautiful work. Oh my god. Massive left hand to the face. Uh, landed for Poirier there. That was beautiful. Right in Dan Hooker's mouth. Oh, Dustin swinging wildly. No. Was he, on a, when he, was he on a snowboard there? Love when Dustin just forgets about the footwork. Two more landing for Dustin Poirier. Dan Hooker, mouth open, breathing heavy. It's, it's two heavy shots. He's landing some jabs here, but it's not on the left. Oh, tried for a big knee there. That could have ended the fight, but did not land. Another one of the body. Hooker's mixing it up here. Dustin's checking all his kicks out. Heads are getting in closer. Less than a minute to go. Bam! One lead jab. Lead hook lands for Hooker. Poirier is low kicking. Dude, this animal must be kicked in because I am locked into this battle. Oh my god, such an exchange of punches all up the stairs. Poirier to start, then Hooker answered back, then Poirier, then, uh, Poirier went to the body. Now they're clinched up against the fence again, Dan Hooker with the control position. Poirier hand fighting brilliantly. Just chilled out under pressure. Slips, doesn't quite get out. Oh, but he's able to throw an uppercut in. Dan Hooker swinging wild hooks. Oh, wild hooks to finish the round. Oh shit, one of those stunned Poirier for sure. Wow, he is teeing off on Poirier here. Tries for the clinch knee again. Oh my god, lands one at the very end of the second round. Dustin Poirier sticks his tongue out. He fucking loves this shit. Oh my fucking god, what a round. Christ the fucking night. Wow, this is the best idea I've ever had. Christ almighty, these replays are absolutely fucking biblical. Blood everywhere on both men at this point. One apiece as we head into the third. God, I could use a Modelo. Round three, let's go. Not a pace to start to this round. Ten seconds in, nothing landed. Deep to the body, lands for Hooker. Low kick misses. Poirier gets out of the way of a jab. Oh, Poirier lands one to the midsection of Dan Hooker. A kick, I mean. Oh, Poirier just misses two upstairs, I believe. 
Dan moving back out of range well. Dan walking down. Poor yet. Oh, Dan looking like he was going to go for a jumping knee there. Changed his mind. Nervier start for sure. Low kick lands for Hooker. Both men land upstairs. Another low, low kick landing for Dan Hooker there. Oh, Poirier close the distance. Lands both the left and the right beautifully there. Hooker coming in. Poirier stopping him sometimes just with a couple of short punches. Dan Hooker landing well there twice. Poirier with the jab, the jumping jab. Oh, Hooker attacking the body again, but paying for it. Eating shots up the stairs if he's getting too close to Dustin Poirier. Poirier mixing it up, starts a combination with a low kick, moves him. Follows up with two or three shots to the head. Oh, really, really big right hook landed for Dustin Poirier there. See Justin Gaethje tweeting in there. Great fight, two boys that won it. <laughs> Francis Ngannou, what a fight. Ngannou wouldn't know anything about getting into a war. Oh, Poirier knocked Hooker's fucking mouthpiece out. Savages. Coming up on two and a half minutes gone here. Blood flowing freely in both men's faces. Hooker with the takedown. Oh, Poirier with the guillotine attempt. That is in tight. That is in really tight. He's trying to lock the body triangle up. He's got the lock. Oh, Hooker gets his head out. Full guard right now. Trying to pass. Dustin controlling the head super well. Not letting anything go here. Oh, now attacking. Let it go to attack. Hooker's able to land a couple of shots to the head. Nothing crazy. And Poirier's got him in full guard here. A lot of blood coming out. Dan Hooker onto Dustin Poirier's chest right here. Hooker is looking to attack from here, I believe. You mutilize his reach, but Poirier just not letting him and covering up and checking sometimes when he does. Seems like Poirier is just in control here, despite Dan Hooker being on top. Poirier landing short elbows from the bottom. He's like, you know, putting his hand up and freeing off Hooker's head and then bam, letting his head come down onto the elbows, using gravity too. He's talking to him, love to know what he's saying. Dustin looks okay here. He's not panicking. He's not doing anything crazy. Nor is Hooker. Hooker, I think, would like to be able to attack or advance position, but Poirier is basically in control in this exchange. Hooker lands one of the body there. Looks like Poirier is making moves to get out though. Yep, yeah, he's out the back. Yeah, he's attacking the neck of Dan Hooker on the way out. And up. He's got his back against the cage. Oh, now Hooker's gonna, uh, Hooker let him up and try to take the back. Lands a knee to the head. Poirier doubled over. Poirier's landing to the body here. Clinched up against the fence. Poirier now has the head. Wow, big, big, big elbows and punches. Like a three or six punch, six strike combination for Poirier there, including two elbows. Good fucking God. 
back out in the open. This fight is, this round is, fuck, is this hooker's round? There's a significant amount of control time there, I guess. 10 seconds to go. Ooh, both landing at the same time there. Punches landing at all times here. Good lord. Close round. Poirier landing big, big shots in the replays here. Damn, with that takedown and all that control time. That's anybody's round. I'm so interested to see how this got scored now. Poirier must just fucking run away with it now. Damn, those elbows coming out of that clinch once he got up off the ground. He punished Dan Hooker for that big time. So patient. Right, hang on a second here. There's numbers on screen that I want to read. So head slash body slash leg strikes are on screen right now. So Poirier has landed 98 shots to the head at this point. 16 to the body. One to the legs. Um, uh, Hooker has landed 81 shots to the head. 33 to the body. And 18 to the legs. Dude, those striking stats are out of control. This is like, those are fight stats for so, so, so many fights. Like, that is fucking nuts. And there's two rounds of this to go and the pace keeps up. Man, I have no qualms about naming this the fight of the year. Um, I, well, the only other contender really is, um, Wei Zhang versus Joanna, which was another fucking bloodbath, which is also free to watch on YouTube right now. So, um, if I have that good of a time doing this, maybe we'll do that one too. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Herb Dean restarts the action. Hooker landing early. Hooker looking a bit less psyched about getting punched in the face at this point, to be honest. Trying to be more calculated now. Wish these replays had the full corner audio. I do like to hear what corners are saying. It's good to know. It's good to get a little preview of the game plan so you know what to look out for going into the next in the next rounds. Poirier stepping in a range. Oh, both men landing punches here. Punches to the head is the story of this fight. As I said, there have been elbows, there have been knees, there's been very significant takedown. Say there was more significant grappling defense than actual grappling done in the last round, but this is high, high level mixed martial arts. Wow, Hooker with another takedown off a checked kick. Poirier back to his feet. Hooker trying to get his back, climbs him, he's wearing him like a backpack right now. Hasn't got the body triangle locked in though. Probably going to give this up. Poirier's got his hands on the ground. Can't be need, I believe. Who even knows what the fuck that rule is. Hooker putting smothering pressure down on Dustin Poirier here. Poirier 
sat down. Okay, Poirier slipped out back out in the open. Now the reset. Dana Hangman Hooker with a double leg gets him down. Poirier has him in full guard. Poirier is doing what he wants. Poirier framing up with the hips. Double up kick to his hips. Gets him up. Sort of tumbles around but gets up. Messily but gets up. Now reverses the takedown onto Dan Hooker and has him down and up against the cage. Just over two and a half minutes left in this round. Hooker breathing very, very heavy. This commentating shite's easy. You just say what you see, like. Jocelyn for position here. Dustin on shots to the body from sort of weird side control. Hooker's on his side. Poirier's trying to climb and get the back. Oh, he's trying to flatten out Dan Hooker now. Hooker's covering up. Poirier's raining down punches to the side of the head. They're hand fighting to get control. Who can block, who can attack. Poirier can do whatever he wants here. He's landing elbows, he's landing shots all to the side of the head. No need for Herb Dean to say anything here, I don't think. Hooker's starting to look to look look at getting up. Not sure he's actually able to. Poirier still working with leg entanglements. Poirier trying to take his back, tumbles down and over. Poirier now attacking an armbar. Significantly attacking an armbar. Has it under the armpit. Let's that go. Oh my goodness, this looks absolutely brutal. Dan Hooker moving around just enough that Poirier can't quite. One thing is for sure, Hooker's going nowhere right now. Poirier's got him and his hand locked. He'll do what he fucking wants from his back, Poirier. Holy shit. This was... Oh, now land hammer fist to the side of Hooker's head. Poirier is so dangerous, sat down on his arse. Still trying to attack Jiu-Jits. What a fucking geezer. Any wonder he fucking beat McGregor. Beat McGregor was something that he, the last time we checked, he had thrown one of in this fight. Thirty seconds to go. Poirier's on his feet. Hooker's attacking the hips, trying to keep things locked up. Poirier jumping guillotine. Holy fuck me. Another submission attempt. So that's two submission attempts. The takedowns, I think, favour Hooker in this round. I would hate to be scoring this. I know I probably should be, but goddamn. And I know that this is just not probably as funny or entertaining as this probably should be, but this is just an incredibly great fight. Super, super high-level mixed martial arts, so... I'm just being in fucking awe of it right now. Holy shit. Touch of gloves to end the round. Hooker ended that one on top. Raining down blows. But as I say, Poirier is in control on the ground still. Poirier had two significant submission attempts there. Awesome. I'd hate to be scoring that round. That would be the hardest round to score so far because great striking from both men. Um, Hooker the more aggressive to take the fight to the ground but Poirier is so dominant down there Poirier is fucked up sweating Jesus Christ these two men are in ruins round 4
Sorry, excuse me, round five. Here we go. All right, it's round five. Poirier versus Hooker. Could easily be 2-2. Two, two. Could be 3-1 to one either way. Paul Felder saying on the tweets there, he would come out of retirement for either one of those guys. Not much slanting so far. So start to the round. Poirier lands on upstairs. Lead hand. Hooker fainting like he's going to throw a kick or something. Seems slow though. Definitely the pace has slowed. Poirier landing one right in the fucking snows. Hooker fires back. Kick gets checked. Poirier lands upstairs. Tries to get a combo going. Checked. Hooker moves out of range. Does some of the kick to the body. Significant strikes are on screen now. Good God. 20 to 35 in the first round. It was just such a fun fight. They just went for it at every opportunity. Caution here, caution. But as they moved in, as they moved in and back out of range, there there was an attempted clinch up, but not quite. Dustin coming forward aggressively. Forcing Hooker up against the cage. Hooker circling out. Poirier chasing. Poirier landing the big, big right hand there. The hook. Hooker landing the solid shot upstairs. Exchanging. Hooker shoots on Poirier, but it's completely stuffed. Poirier reverses. Oh, has them in the clinch now. Hooker reverses and has Poirier up against the fence. Oh yeah, somebody just tweeted in there and said, we are all having a blast. Dustin Poirier, you think he told his corner that during, in between rounds, I'm having a blast. You gotta love how much Poirier loves fighting. Hooker trying for a late double leg. Gets him down. What's he gonna do with it? They're right in Hooker's corner too, so you can see Eugene Berman shouting instructions. Hooker not really doing much. Poirier back to his feet. Hooker looking probably to take the back at this point. Again, apologies that this is just not so fucking funny, but like, oh my goodness, Poirier absolutely dented him coming out of the clinch there. Fucking hell. Hooker needs to be moving out of range faster. Oh, oh, Poirier's got the, so Hooker shot, Poirier had the headlock from the get-go. Hooker trying for a power double again. Not going anywhere. Hooker, Poirier framed out legs very wide. Hooker drives him up against the cage. This isn't going anywhere. Hooker 
This can't have been Hooker's game plan. I need to know more about Dan Hooker. Because I know he probably doesn't have a wrestling background, but then those city kickboxing boys, all they do is wrestle in camp. So, an anti-wrestle, even more specifically in the case of, you know, think Israel Adesanya. Poirier breaking up the clinch nastily, lands a big right hand. Blood everywhere. Oh, left hand lands for Poirier. The hooker chooses to shoot. But Poirier has the headlock now there on the ground. Poirier is working for a rear naked choke. Poirier has landed 42 strikes to 20 in this round. 15 seconds to go. Poirier has been so dominant in these last two rounds. Oh my goodness, loads of ground and pound to finish. Poirier thumps himself in the chest. He's back in the win column. Paid in full, earned in blood. Absolutely. Like, the dude is literally Ken or Ryu from Street Fighter. Like, I fucking love Dustin Poirier. Love to watch the man work. So exciting that he's saying, like, you know, he's going to do what he's going to do at lightweight till he gets the belt, but he will finish his career at welterweight too. So many cool fights up there. Just crazy. Like, imagine him tussling with some of those dudes, like, that love to get into the fight of the year candidates, like your Vincente Lucas, your Ryan Bam Bam Barbarinas. I mean, obviously, Poirier's a little bit above those guys' level, but, like, maybe in, like, three, four years, whenever Poirier is a welterweight, they would be up there. So, just, like, speculating with things like this, like, awesome i would love to see more rock'em sock'em robots at welterweight it's um been dominated by guys with a lot of wrestling for a long time now and i just think it'd be awesome if a pure striker came in there and fucking lit the place on fire um don't think there is necessarily that person in the rankings um let's see how vicente luke looks against um tyron woodley and perhaps perhaps he is the answer but um such a big if against Kamaru Usman, Kamaru Usman right now. God damn, these replays now they're showing. There is Hooker landing absolute shots in round two. Big Hooker mixing it up, going up and down, level changing, going from the head and the body. It's advanced level shit. There's Poirier grabbing, jumping guillotine. There's Poirier with those elbows coming out of the clinch. Those really rung his fucking bell. Big punches for Poirier in round four. Big kick. Big takedown for Hooker. Poirier framing beautifully as soon as they hit the ground though. Setting himself up great for defence. Yeah, and then that's the story of the fifth round right there. Hooker eating shots. Unsuccessful wrestling. Poirier moving into position for submission attempts. Yeah, there's no way it could have ever went any other way. Still sad. It's always sad for Dan Hooker because in the middle of COVID, it takes him like six weeks to get home with various different quarantine protocols. So, do always feel for him. Wow, what a fucking fight. Um, yeah, listen, be back in a bit. Peace. Yo, what's going on, Punkadella Files? You are super welcome to like a bonus episode or like just a regular episode. I don't really know what this is going to become, but uh, basically I'm just sitting down here. It's a Saturday morning. The fucking sun is out. It's a fucking gorgeous morning in Vancouver. And, uh, we're gonna watch, we're, we're gonna watch some fights. We're gonna commentate some fights here, do alternate commentary for, um, two of the greatest fucking striking battles that I have ever seen, to be honest. And, um, basically my favorite YouTube channel right now is UFC Espanol. 
because um, you can just watch the fights with the sound off and not be inflected by what the commentary is saying and just make your own mind up about it. And uh, whoever runs it obviously forgets to take them down because there's videos that have been up here for like two years, whereas the UFC's main channel whips the fucking videos down after a week of the free fights. So um, UFC Espanol, gotta really, really shout that channel out, recommend it, um, or search Pelea Gratis and uh, and you'll get there. So today we are going to sit down and go for, I don't know which of these to do first, um, I'm kind of inclined to go for like a dinner and then a dessert sort of situation here, because one goes all five and one ends in the second. Um yeah, let's go long first because I'm less uh No, let's do um let's do Gaethje versus Johnson first. One of my favourite fights of all time. Justin Gaethje's debut in the UFC coming in as a 17 and 0 undefeated um highlight fucking machine. That's why they call him the highlight um, from the LFA, which like if you follow the LFA on Twitter, that's like that's the main feeder organization for the UFC right now. Like that's why the UFC is able to cut so many people is because the LFA is getting so strong and they're producing such good talent. And then again, the, those guys also have the chance with uh, <clears throat> with Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series. So um, loads and loads of new talent. So just uh, expect your favorites to keep getting cut for sure. Your old time favorites, you know, because it's like. Takes a long time for fighters to get momentum, and then they're only really in their peak for for a certain amount of time, and then maybe you don't like them at the start of that, but but by the end of that, you're warming up to them, and then they're on the decline. So it's just like watching someone you've come to love getting fucking beat up all the time. So uh, yeah, so uh, we're gonna jump in here with uh, Gacy versus Johnson um, on UFC Espanol. I'm pressing X on it in three, two. Oh, excuse me, uh, this is in case you want to sync it up so you can get the video yourself and then just have me alternate comment commentating it for you. I don't know why you would listen to this otherwise. I mean, this is, unless you're super, super hardcore MMA fan or like, I don't know, maybe you're just super supportive of me and everything that I do, but like, this is just good crack for me and um, it's just like bonus content. As I say, like the blast cast thing did not come off the way I wanted it to, so I'm going to throw out some bonus content in the meantime and uh, just any content that I can be making is always just fucking good. The more and more I'm sitting behind this mic, the more and better I get at using it. Uh, and um, yeah, and that's it. We got time today. So um, why the fuck not share the crack about fights? You know, maybe, I, Christ, I don't know, maybe somebody that doesn't like fights would listen to this and be like, holy fuck, this sounds a good crack. I think that's probably a bit of a stretch, but um, you know, whatever. I mean, like Gatesy Johnson is one of the greatest fucking fights I have ever ever fucking seen it is all heart there's not a huge amount of technique going on in it i don't think but then the second fight we're going to watch today is brian ortega versus the korean zombie which is fucking oh my god it is absolutely hellacious the beating that ortega puts on the korean zombie and he looks so different than every other fight in his career it's like it's wild this are these are two awesome fucking fights this is the fucking ufc's product operating at basically the highest level um let's jump in Okay, pressing X on the video, or I mean, pressing play, excuse me, it's just that I'm watching it through a PlayStation. So pressing X on that in three, two, one, X. Here we go. Advert for Dairy Queen. Fuck, that's exactly what I need to be saying. Starving. Intermittent fasting like a motherfucker. Anyway, it gave me a good excuse to turn the volume down there as well. Skip the ad. 
Oh, so that's going to fuck up all of you guys' timing. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. Wow, this is good. They've got a little bit of Justin Gaethje highlights up here first. Good work. I didn't realize they own PFL. You know what? Justin looks a little significantly skinnier here. I would say that maybe I've just been seeing him on Twitter this week, but um, just in general, maybe he's even more muscled than when he came in. There's Michael Johnson knocking motherfuckers out. Johnson's boxing is so, so silky. I do not understand his fall from grace. I really, really don't. Like, obviously, the move down to featherweight was an atrocious idea. Um, has he gotten a win back at lightweight? Wait, Dick, don't tell me Clay Guida beat him. That was his last fight book that I saw. But, like, look at this. Fucking Johnson's highlights are all, like, pre-Reebok era. So, well, obviously, there's the Poirier knockout. That's the best win of his career. <laughs> he is lucky, like, because if that hadn't knocked him out, Dustin would have put a fucking hurting on him. Yeah, Michael Johnson was fucking beat up by Nate Diaz. Forget about that. He took that absolute mauling against Khabib. But she's like, there's no fucking shame in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta go back on the horse after that, I feel. And there's Justin. There's this fucking the time he knocked the guy out with a leg kick. The guy was just like, nope, completely unable to continue. Fuck that poor yeah, knockout is savage, though. Johnson knocked out Joe Lozon, did he? Joe Lozon, absolutely no dozer either. Great, great fighter in his day. Okay, here we go. Johnson's 31, Gaethje's 28 coming into this. They're about the same height. Um, Johnson's got a pretty significant reach advantage. And uh, they're essentially the same weight. There's a half pound in it. No, there's one pound in it. It's in kilograms here anyway, so I honestly don't know. That's the tail of the tape. There's Bruce Mann. Oh, they're really throwing a little bit of extra in here. Like the, like when I watched uh, and commentated Poirier Hooker, there was just like no fat on it, not even any like in between round stuff or anything. So let's see. Big John McCarthy, the referee here tonight. Both boys look ready. Justin Gates, he's smiling like a motherfucker. He can't believe it. He lives for this shit. How can you not fucking love Justin Gates? And Michael Johnson, I'm hoping for a late career resurgence. At least a, He's completely capable of stringing a few wins together. Absolutely. Silky fucking boxing. Really, really good hands. And I believe there is a certain amount of wrestling or jiu-jitsu pedigree there with Michael Johnson as well. I might be talking out of my arse on that. We know Gaethje's coming in here with obviously crazy striking, pure heart, comes forward, not takes damage like no other, dishing out those low kicks and fucking to the thighs and the calves and possibly a reason that that's become so much more popular in the game now, possibly the driving force behind that. Johnson was 18 and 11 coming into this. wonder what he is now. Significantly more losses on there.
But at the same time, like, there's no shame in losing the Khabib, who, like, was just at that stage, just like, that was the one where he's like, I must fight for a belt, I must fight for a belt, or you know this to be true. You know, he was like talking to Johnson during a fight, that was fucking scary. Because I'm just saying, losing the Khabib, who was just about to ascend into his fucking godlike eagle mode, his final fucking Pokemon form. And then Justin Gacy, who's coming in here, known as the highlight 17 and 0, trying to make a name for himself. Michael Johnson should hold his head really, really high. He should tuck his chin, but he should hold his head high. Okay, so they're just about to fucking start. Herb Dean sends them out to the sides. Johnson looking relaxed. Gacy bouncing on his feet. In we come. Gacy takes the centre of the octagon early. Johnson trying to find the range. Not getting there. Gacy landing kicks early. Oh my god, Justin or Justin rocked early. Oh. Justin Messi leading with the head in some of these exchanges. Head and hooks. Johnson looking so much crisper early on. Landing kicks. Landing punches. Not getting through Gacy's guard up top though. Gonna have to mix it up. Go to the body. Oh, Justin eating more shots. Justin swinging wildly and missing every single time. The heads are getting so close. Oh, seem to be an accidental headbutt there. Oh my goodness, big uppercut. And followed up with a knee for Gaethje. Johnson fucking knows he's in a fight now. More thigh kicks from Gaethje. Two. Johnson's answers back with a big one-two up top. Both landed. Oh, Gacy jocks in, throw hands. Johnson catches him with the knee. Gacy pressuring Johnson up against the cage now. Johnson circles out. Gacy just keeps coming forward though, never takes a back step. Oh, leg kicks landing for Gacy, punches landing for Johnson. Basically the story of the fight so far. Huge low kick there to the inside of the thigh and the outside of the calf for Gacy. He's eating shots to the head every single time he does this, but the damage is being done. Michael Johnson not looking so happy to be in there now. He's backing up a lot. Gacy's walking him onto the cage at every opportunity. He has him behind the black lines at almost every chance. Johnson's landing good shots to the head. Gacy's eating them, smiling. Gacy reaching for the clinch, uh, reaching for the back of the head to go for the clinch uppercut a few times here. Low kicks to the inside of the thighs. Covers up and just eats the shots. Johnson goes to the body while he guards up top. Oh, Gaethje smashes to the liver. That was a big one. That hurt. That took stuff out of Johnson. Big time. Johnson's always behind the black lines. Always coming forward, Gaethje. Another big kick. More punches for Johnson. Gaethje gets out of range. Gaethje just stays in range for two more there. Guard up so they don't go through. Big uppercut for Gaethje. Couple of straight slanting there for Gaethje. Johnson conjures with a hook. Johnson calls him on. Gaethje calls him on. They're smashing each other. Oh my goodness. Huge exchange there. Johnson must be rocked after that. Gaethje now looks rocked. Answers with a huge right hook. Oh. Gaethje reaching for that clinch again. Another massive fucking kick for Gaethje. Johnson trying to throw some kicks. To Gaethje's legs, big punches to the head. Gaethje pushes off him, punch to the head on the way out. 
shots landing wildly here at every single moment in this fight shots are landing folks I just can't call them all out it would take me all day Gaethje pressure and Johnson up against the cage behind the black lines as always Johnson lashing out wildly these must be hurting Justin Justin must be fucked no blood on either man yet constant clashes with the knees moving in messily as well here this is a fucking ugly this is a dog fight god damn insane pressure for the first round of a lightweight fight main event two potentially go five rounds oh my goodness massive right hook for Johnson sorry for Gaethje Johnson rocked oh huge clinched knees uh, Johnson gets a knee back though another knee from the clinch for Gaethje elbow in the clinch knee for Johnson break up the clinch reset Gaethje walks him down, constantly coming forward. He's leading with his head. <laughs> low kick, low calf kick for Gaethje. Clinch exchanges again. Sort of semi-clinch, not quite in it, just framing up on each other. Like, there they go. They're grabbing the back of each other's heads and smashing each other at the same time. Surprised we didn't see a double knockout. Oh my God, Gaethje absolutely rock. Huge hands from Johnson. Johnson gets the takedown secured against the fence. He's going for the back. He's try- Oh, he's landing serious ground and pound to the side of the head. Oh, and Gaethje stands up. Johnson oh, has him up against the cage. He's knee and he's teeing fucking off on him. Huge punches to the body, to the face. Knee again. Jumping knee. Jumping clinch knee, Gaethje against the fence. Gaethje is fucking struggling here. John McCarthy breaks it up, end of the round. I didn't announce the time once in that round. I didn't have fucking time to. Too much action to call at every single fucking second. Justin sits down. He is fucking loving this. Look at that. Psychopath. Wonder what Trevor Whitman's saying to him. There's no point turning the sound up though because they've undoubtedly got it translated into Spanish. There's the story of the fight right there in the highlights. Gaethje lands stuff. Johnson swings back wildly and lands if he can sneak it through Justin's guard. But Justin is just build, being building up damage to this man's body this entire fight. And walking him down in terms of octagon control. This has That round has to be awarded to Justin Gaethje. Um, in terms of damage, who knows? Because that, that last sequence from Michael Johnson was absolutely beautiful. Huge punches up the stairs straight to the takedown moved into the to the back and was savage ground and pound really 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 good from both these men wouldn't be mad if that first round was called a draw I don't think he can do that though so I think Gaethje takes it on octagon control and aggression alright we started the second round almost clash of the heads more punches Gaethje lands first with a low kick. Johnson answers back with punches up top. Story of the whole fight. Low kicks landing for Gaethje. Punches landing for Johnson. Up the stairs. Johnson targeting the body. Gaethje head hunting at this point. Johnson resetting them, circling away and moving around the ring. Much better ring craft early in the second round for Michael Johnson. Johnson looks rocked. Like his leg is just not 
doing what he needed to do anymore. He would love to circle a way, way to the other side of the octagon right now, but I don't think he's capable of it. Justin lands more to that leg. This is only going to get worse for Michael Johnson. I mean, we know the result, but like... <sighs> Johnson's flinching at punches here, but not pulling his guard back in time. Like, he's exhausted. But yet, there are there's a major flurry. Gaethje absolutely rocked. Johnson pours it fucking on. Clinch knees up against the fence. Frames up in his head. Gaethje's fucking pulling him into the clinch so he can't get anything off. Gaethje fires off a knee. Lands to the fucking liver of Johnson. Johnson has short hammer fist to the body here in the clinch against the fence. Trying to frame off each other. Johnson trying to get, oh my goodness, savage elbow. Johnson answers with an elbow though. Johnson gets a clinched knee right to the face of Johnson. They're back out in the open now. Johnson is ruined. This is not going his way, but his punches have still got bite. Justin has also slowed down so considerably now. These men are both absolutely fucked. It's huge kick landing for Justin there. There's punches landing all the time, but that's the story now. Johnson looks like he can barely walk. This is like two drunkards fighting now. I say that in the best way possible. Punches are slowing down so much. They're just making the smallest movements to get out of the way of them. This is getting sloppy. Attempted flying knee for Johnson there. Not sure how he had the energy to do that. Throws a punch and almost falls over. Trying to fire back with leg kicks to Gaethje. That must be exhausting. Attacking the body of Gaethje. Good work, Johnson. Gaethje lands. Good punch there. I was just going to say he's not getting too much off right now. A minute 50 to go. Huge shot to the liver lands for Johnson. Johnson trying for clinch uppercuts. Justin scores a knee from that position. Oh, big punch to the body for Johnson there. Swinging hook. Punches are not clean anymore. There's no clean distinction between like jabs and hooks here. These boys are just like throwing their fists out. Gaethje teeing off onto Johnson. Backed him up against the fence here. Johnson's trying to clinch it up. It looks like he's going to sleep on Justin. Now he's backed up against the fence, just letting Justin come in. He's covering up, but not well enough. Justin can do whatever he wants right now. Oh, he's throwing up elbows. Johnson falls to the ground. Gaethje tells him get up. Johnson makes a fucking meal of it. Grabs for a clinch straight away. Justin's like, no. Punches him straight in the face. Straight right hand. Beautiful. Oh, another leg kick. That's done it. Johnson does not want any more of this fight. Shoots for a double leg. Justin's like, absolutely not. Michael Johnson's on the ground. Justin says, get up. Johnson makes another meal of it. Justin just starting to hammer him now. That was a huge right hook. Tries for a jumping knee. Not sure that landed. Big, big punches to the face. Knee to the face. Up against the fence. Johnson's doubled over. He goes down. John McCarthy waves it off. 
knockout for Justin Gaethje. He falls off the fence. He is exhausted. Tries to get back up again. Falls, but he's going to try again. I know he does it, doesn't he? Yeah, this is so dangerous. Why the fuck would you try this? Does the backflip. Lands it. Just like the fight, it's messy, but we got the fucking job done. And that is how the legend of Justin fucking Gaethje started. If he's not one of your favourite fighters, what the fuck are you doing? And all right, fair enough, probably this is the reason why Michael Johnson went on such a skid <laughs> in hindsight, because these men look like a lot of dudes look like after they fought a full three or five rounds. So just so here's the momento de la palea, according to UFC Espanol. Bam, big straight for Johnson. Over the top, rocks Gacy in the chin. Oh, Gacy rocked. What a fucking fight. Gacy, I believe, won his next fight also, so was on a two-fight winning streak. Then hit a two-fight losing streak. Lost to um, Poirier and Alvarez in what people were calling the violence weight championships of the world at that stage and um then made adjustments and destroyed Barboza, Vic, um who did he tank just before it could be? Tony Ferguson. Like nobody does that to Tony Ferguson. What? Gacy is a talented motherfucker. And then I love this post-fight interview. Who was it? Was it Joe Rogan winning to talk to him? And he was just like, where is my equal? He's just like, I am here to find someone that can beat me. And he found it. He's found it three times now. But, dude, I hate to be the next person he fights. Especially since he thinks he's been disrespected out of this next title fight, which they've given to Chandler and Oliver, which everyone knows, like, that's a cool fight. Of course, we're all going to watch that. But, um... Point being, just in case he's the fucking man, what a fight. Alright, moving on to Brian Ortega versus the Korean Zombie. This fight is sheer craziness, but like it's a one-sided fucking domination from Brian Ortega. Uh, couldn't believe he came back with such good striking after being whooped, whooped by Max Holloway. Um, absorbing the most fucking strikes in a UFC fight ever. Craziness. Um, he's fighting Volkanovski for the belt next week off the back of this performance. And um, so I'm not sure when you'll be hearing this, but that's where I'm at. Fuck, this was a good one. Um, featherweight is just the coolest fucking division. Um, the strikingest division in the UFC, Jack Slack calls it. And uh, I'm inclined to agree with him. Um, if you don't have hands of featherweight, you're absolutely fucked. Chad Mendes never got his hands on the belt. Because he had no fucking hands. Um, or certainly they were just like inferior to the rest of the division. Um, that's why the beats flying a featherweight. Yair. The Korean zombie, obviously. The, Kore- the Korean superboy is coming back. Do Ho Choi. Just just an all-around great division. Bantamweight, featherweight, lightweight. Just absolutely beautiful. Really, really, really been taken over nicely the last couple of years. Um Crazy announcements uh, recently. They're all around as well. Chandler versus Oliver for the belt. Uh, Cody Garbrandt versus Rob Font for the fucking... <laughs> the SMF title. Stupidest motherfucker title. Which only Cody can win. Because he just... You know, Cody will absolutely go into... Let's get retarded mode. Like... 
<laughs> he will get get crunk with it. Um, TJ versus Sandhagen, which is just absolutely uh, just a violent gasm. Holy fuck. So many questions to be answered here. And then are there rumours circulating on the internet or did I just see one thing that was somebody trying to start a rumour that Sandhagen used to fucking pace TJ up in training? Dude, that's... You know TJ is such a cunt that he'll never forget that either. Um, well, look, let's jump into this fight. Let's get this fucking show on the road. Enough preamble. See, I'm pretty sure this is a five-round fight that went to a decision, but the video is only 28 and a half minutes long. So what the fuck? How does the math work out there? That, this should be at least 30 minutes now. No, 25. Right, right, right. Yep. No, that actually makes sense. Yeah, my math is terrible. I'm sitting here thinking five, five minutes is 30 minutes. Ay, ay, ay. Fucking hell. Anyway... You don't fucking tune in here to hear about Matt, do you? UFC 263 fight, so this will probably only be up for a week, so get fucking on it. Brian Ortega versus Korean Zombie. Pressing play on that in 3, 2, 1. Okay, we kicked off. No adverts, so if you've got an advert, skip forward. They're meeting in the centre of the octagon right now. Don't recognise that referee. Where did this fight happen? Abu Dhabi? Are they touching gloves? Oh, yeah, because I had that whole handbags thing over somebody's agent slapping somebody else's agent. Fucking hell, boys. We could find better things to fucking argue about than this. Both look ready, though. Brian Ortega coming out. The touch of the gloves. Fuck, he looks so weird as a bald man. So much more dangerous. Korean zombie lands the first punches of the fight massive leg kick lands for Brian Ortega. That woke Zombie up. Ortega looking cautious. Both men being cautious. Trying to get the range. Fainting going on. A lot of fainting. Trying to draw stuff out from each other. Trying to see what the game plans of each man are. Brian Ortega moving around. Bouncing around. Bouncing around behind the black lines. Taking his time. Looking at how to enter. Gets off front kick to the body. Circling still. Trying to range find feints from both sides. Just trying to touch the hands together. Is Ortega southpaw? He's in southpaw stance, let me tell you. Almost lands a straight... Not quite. He's so much bigger than the Korean zombie in here. Holy fuck, he's a big, big fucking featherweight, isn't he? Zombie jumping into range. Ortega gets another good leg kick off to the thigh. Inside leg kick lands for the zombie. Nervy fight so far. Almost two minutes gone. Leaping fronts. Leaping sidekick for Brian Ortega. Jumps in with a sidekick. Very nice work. Getting into the range but not eating anything. Zombie fires a 1-2 but Ortega covers up in time. Leg kick outside lands for Ortega. Big right hook lands for Ortega. 
Touching hands constantly trying to keep this range. Head movement, great from Ortega. Big left hand. The power hand landed. Zombie doesn't look too happy. Ortega's fainting game is sick in this fight. I'll remind you of a young Russian hammer. Jabs to the face and out of range landing well for Ortega when he's throwing them here. Not crazy volume at this stage of the fight. We're feeling each other out big time. Very, very nervy. Ortega getting more comfortable by the moment though. Zombie lands it straight to the body. It's all he's basically been able to land. In the last minute or so. Ortega gets another lead hand. And one of the body for Ortega. His power hand too. Inside calf kick lands for Zombie. Again, low volume round, but... Incredible technical battle going on here. Wow, uh, Ortega just landed a three-punch combo. Zombie jumps in to try and get his own back, and Ortega counters perfectly, makes him pay for it big time. One on the chin. Oh, Ortega catches a kick from Zombie and uh, scores a knockdown off of that. Just a little bit of a groin kick there, and they're all good. They're back at it. Back to just touching hands, seeing who's going to attack. Punches landing for both men. Level change, feints going on here. Korean zombie scores a good power hand there. Oh, great power hand for the zombie lands there. Tega needs to be bounce here. Bam. Lead a back leg kick to the fucking liver of Korean zombie. Oh, and then the same almost up the top. Fucking right in the head. Big head kick. That's a big moment for Ortega. 15 seconds left in the round. Low kick lands for the zombie. Pace starting to pick up. Oh, caught kick. Oh, elbows. Ortega getting the better of that big time. Wow. Catching kicks is fucking doing really, really, really good work for Ortega in this fight. He's caught a couple and um, scored elbows and punches and obviously the knockdown off that. Um, no man looking to change it up, change levels. Ortega with a very low stance to open the round here as a wee mate. He's in orthodox stance now. Throwing out jab feints. Switch the southpaw again. Zombie lands uh, inside calf kick. We're back to range fighting. Seeing who's going to strike, who's going to counter. Ortega just been countering so, so well tonight. This is a thing of beauty. Still range fighting here. Korean zombie in control of the octagon. Ortega with the leg kick inside thigh, chewing those up for Zombie. 
Zombie not looking great in his legs already. But jumping in with big swinging punches, trying to get through the guard. Both men on the uppercuts. I think Zombie got the better of that exchange. It's just, it's nerves exploding into brief flashes of action and resetting. High level mixed martial arts. Straight left lands forward zombie. Back to range fighting. Touching hands. Oh, Bran Ortega jumps for the single leg. Doesn't quite secure it. They're clinched up. Ortega lands a great punch as they break up. Zombie tries to punish him, but I'm pretty sure he got his guard up in time. Ortega scores a straight right to the face. God, he's so well improved. This is bananas from the fucking only jujitsu is my thing guy that we knew with the long-haired hippie. Oh, massive left hand lands for... Uh, massive counter left for uh, Ortega landed there. Big overhand left. That was a fucking bomb. Zombie doesn't look too phased by it, though. Yes, that's why they call him the zombie. But his face is noticeably more distressed than looking than it was. Bit of a low kick there. No, referee says fucking fight on you fucking Jesse's. Snapping front kick from Ortega there. All of his attacks are so fast. The hand speed is incredible when it when it flicks out. he builds up into a rhythm with it you can see the hand the range fighting hands get faster and faster oh see when he hesitates then when the range fighting and then hesitates it stops zombie lands oh big uppercut for zombie that was awesome moving in the reset good hands landing for zombie there Ortega eating some shots. A minute 30 to go. A minute 30 now. Excuse me. Just range fighting now. Shots missing for both men as they're getting out of range. Very, very smart movement here. Great footwork supporting everything. Ortega with a high kick that doesn't land. One minute to go. And we're just range fighting right now. Ortega switching stances. Oh my God, lands a crazy back elbow. Scores a knockdown off it. Some serious ground and pound going on here. They're back up on their feet. Big, big punches landing for Ortega there as they get back to their feet. Zombie scores a couple back, but Ortega's are doing way more damage. Oh, uppercut for Zombie. That was fucking beautiful. That's the best punch he's thrown all night. Tries again with a lead left. Doesn't get it. Ortega back on a single leg. Hasn't pushed up against the fence. Oh, gets him down too. Gets him down. Moving in. In fucking full mount up against the fence. Oh, Zombie gets back to his feet. Ortega punishes him with an elbow. There's no other word for it. That was a fucking punishment for getting up. Takes him down again. Forces Zombie to the ground. Trying to land shots to the face. Zombie hand fighting well. 
but Ortega sneaks the elbow through. Zombie pushes him off the reset. It's the end of the round. Christ almighty, that spinning back elbow knockdown. That is a thing of fucking beauty. Watch this fight, ladies and gentlemen. Watch this shit. Round three, here we go. Low kick lands for the zombie. Nervy start, nobody landing too much yet. Low kick for zombies targeting the outside of the lead leg of Ortega. Ortega swinging wildly and not getting it. You love to see it. But the hand speed of Ortega is fucking crazy. He's still bouncing. Still able to fucking bounce up on the feet. Korean zombie coming in a bit more flat footed now. Ortega definitely looking fresher here. Push a little pushback tapes. Pushing zombie just out of range, just letting them know no, no, you're not coming in here. You're not going to step into my office. You're not stepping into Brian's office. Uh uh-uh. uh. Little things like that have kept zombie out of range all night. Kick to the body that basically doesn't do anything because Ortega fucked up with the lead legs there and just doesn't is not giving him the positions that he wants I'd love to see a footwork breakdown of this of someone who actually knows what they're fucking talking about and not just some dickhead like me zombie shaking his hands out here exhausted probably takes another one to the bread basket a kick front kick just pushing him out of reins letting him know don't come in here do not come in here or you will be punished Really, really great performance from Ortega. Can't fault it. Third fucking zombie swings. He dodges it and lands a counter. That's the story of the fight. Fast leg kicks from Ortega. The speed of his attacks is wild. So excited for the title fight with Alex next week. Good shots for Ortega there. Zombie jumping in with attacks, but Ortega just handling everything. He's cool as a cucumber. He's giving nothing away. He's no-selling absolutely everything. He's only in this round started to have his mouth open to breathe, so... Incredible performance from Ortega. So, so good. See Dan Hardy for the entirety of this fight standing up so we can look at his monitors and look at the man in the ring. He is loving this. Lower output round here for sure. Oh, 
big punch to the body for Ortega. Got right down there for that. Was almost bent over double. But was not there to be to be hit. He's so fast. This is really, really, really great work. Who were his coaches? Did he change team? How did he fucking do this? Oh, that one got Zombie's attention. Followed up with another. He's taking over this round too. Starting to push Zombie backwards. Zombie less and less inclined to go for strikes. By the minute. Ortega with a head kick. Not much on it, but lands it. Outside leg kick for Ortega. Inside leg kick for Bran. Inside calf kick for Zombie. Okay, 26 to 12 for Ortega in the first round. Zombie 19 to 18 in the second round. And Ortega 19 to 8 so far in round 3 in terms of significant strikes. Less than 30 seconds to go. Don't forget there were two takedowns in that second round for Ortega and a knockdown. So, still probably won that one. Oh, attempts to spin him back elbow again. Gets a tape to the face. Ortega, like, failed to spin him back elbow. And as he was falling out of it, scored a tape to the face of Zombie somehow. That's incredible. That's like a fucking gymnast. That is, Wow. We're straight back into round four here. UFC doesn't show us anything that happened in between there. Ortega caught a kick there. Didn't manage to do anything off of it, but has been punishing Zombie for doing that all fight. Okay, and it's just the same as usual now. We're circling. We're trying to get what's going on here. Big kick to the, the like, oblique kick there for uh, Ortega. I would describe that as, you know, the John Jones one, the fucking, I want to break your ligaments. Okay, so it's 33 shots to the head for Ortega, 13 to the body, 23 to the legs. Zombies scored 30 to the head, 2 to the body, and 10 to the legs. That's the, that's the uh, placement of the strikes so far. Zombie moving in here like he's going to do damage. Like, he still looks dangerous at this point. You know, he's got to punch his chance at every stage. Oh, Ortega lands a power hand to the chin. Looks like it doesn't phase Zombie at all. But this is all adding up. A couple of hooks slander, I think, for Ortega. Nice straight. Nice straight punch from Zombie there. Brian Ortega attacking the body with kicks. Brian landing low kicks at all times here. Jumps in on the single leg. Zombie almost stuffs it, but Brian's just punching him, doing everything. Now they're down. Brian's trying to get his back against the cage. Zombie's landing punches, but then Brian's hand fighting. Now they're back up. Brian's landing punches and elbows as Zombie struggles back to his feet. Cut opens on the uh, left eye of Zombie. He's wiping at that a lot. He's fucking bothered by that blood. The doctor's going to come in. Wow, this is fucking great work from Brian Ortega. 
he's going to be okay. I don't think that's going into his eyes at all. It's right beside it, but it's not going in. But there is a bunch of blood on his chest now. Looks dope, actually. Metal as fuck. All right, we're back at it. Blood streaming down Korean zombies, face and chest. Brian Ortega just looks like the supple fucking alien creature that he is. He's glistening now too, though. The, the effort's getting to him. Zombie throwing kicks with hate on them. Ortega throwing those little front kicks that don't have too much hate on them. They don't come into my offices. The do not disturbs. Wow, there's a big fucking uh, kick to the outside of the thigh there. Oh, but zombie lands a good, good counter right to the head. That might have been a left, excuse me. Ortega's still bouncing, looking to come in and out, looking for the attack. There's a line of Korean zombies' blood just on the back of Brian Ortega's head. Probably from some sort of spinning back attack. Range fighting again. Zombie kicks to the body, but Brian Ortega uses it to come out come on his head with two massive punches. Zombie trying to jump into range and throw hooks, but it's just not working. Brian Ortega's not there when he gets there. Zombie stumbling a little bit. There's serious redness on his uh, lead leg here. This is not good for him at all. And we're range fighting again. Ortega's bouncing like fuck. Zombie's flat footed. As flat footed as Ortega is bouncy right now. Ortega with the oblique kicks again. Zombie answers really makes him pay with a punch there. Doesn't rock him at all though. Zombie just has not rocked Ortega at all. There's another caught kick. Oh, Zombie got out of the way fast. He's learned his lesson there. Low kick lance for Zombie. Looks like it actually hurts Ortega. Ortega straight in now on a single leg. Just don't attack him. Like You're getting fucked up every single time. Good lord. The psychological battle here is fascinating also. Ortega stumbling about with the single leg there for a while. Didn't quite get it off, but through a hellacious spinning back elbow that would have been a fucking fight ender. Must have been part of the game plan to throw a spinning back elbow towards the end of every round because that was exactly at the 10 second mark. So yeah, pushing him back with that single leg over the ring. Trying for the trip. Come on. Doesn't get it. Punches him in the face somehow once they hit the cage. Okay, Ortega's breathing heavy now. But he's still in control. Fifth round starts. Zombie pushes him up against the cage early. Because that's worked out for him over the last 20 minutes. Hand speed on Ortega is nuts. Zombie comes in with straight to the body. 
kicks on for Ortega. Chewing up the legs. That must hurt so much. Zombie scores a good straight punch up top. Ortega reaches for the leg. Zombie punishes him for it. Brian also gets a counter off before the breakup. And that's just it. Periods of range fighting punctuated by intense exchanges, which Ortega is pretty much always getting the better of by being more patient and waiting for the counters. Oh, just landed a great one too there. Straight lands for a Korean zombie. Ortega circling well. Ooh, nice fucking power hand for Ortega. And a stiff jab there. Zombie wiping at the blood still. Another stiff jab for Ortega and he moves out of range. Kick to the body lands for Ortega. Zombie wants to come in here and do things but his punches are getting checked and Ortega's moving out of range now. He's just like getting himself out of there. Beautiful footwork, beautiful ring craft. Must be psychologically so defeating to fucking move in every single time and not only not fucking land your punches but get fucking clipped for your fucking troubles. Wow, he fucking stung Ortega there, that's for sure. But like not rocked, like stung, but definitely not rocked. Never rocked. What happened to the Korean zombie that fucking was knocking motherfuckers dead? Not complaining because it's the new, it's the dawn of a new Brian Ortega. Two and a half minutes to go here in this fight of the year candidate. A performance of the year candidate. I suppose Korean Zombie doesn't put up enough of a fight to really make this a fight of the year candidate. But that's just how much of a shutout it is. This is fucking 5 0 essentially. Zombie landing some punches. Ortega getting just enough counters in the clinch and getting out of there. He's not doing crazy damage or throwing crazy volume at this stage of the fight. He's getting some straight jabs off and moving. That seems to be the story of this round. Nice stiff jab and move out. Don't even give the zombie time to even think about countering. Landing oblique kicks as well. You know, that is a nasty, nasty technique. Ortega's got a 60% accuracy. Zombie's only got 42% there. That, yep, that seems about right. Oh, and Brian's got another single leg. Oh, let's go. Still gives Zombie a lot to think about. Let's him know that the threat of the wrestling is always there. So don't get comfortable just fucking striking. Not that this could be comfortable for Korean Zombie. Zombie throwing caution to the wind, but getting countered up so, so well. These punches are seemingly just inconsequential to Brian Ortega at this point. Oh, looked like those ones had a little bit more menace behind them, but it's because he's getting angry because he's getting clipped with counters so that he's just continuing into the three and fours of the combination with absolute heat. But it's not doing enough damage anyway. Less than a minute to go. Brian Ortega eats a big punch to the face, but then grabs for the single leg. So Zombie fucking pulls himself out of there. He does not want to get involved in Brian's fucking jujitsu game at all. Fuck, maybe he should at this point though. Think about it. I don't know. 105 significant strikes of Lana for Ortega in this fight. More stiff jabs here, but he's not getting out of the way. 
um, so well anymore. Zombie is pressuring late on. Tega looking a little bit more flustered, certainly. Zombie very flat-footed, squaring up at times. Footwork is gone. Absolute, well, he's got his legs back under him now, but like, it's ginger on the front leg. He's eating jabs all the time here. He's just trying to size Ortega up for a power hand, and Ortega's landing these little jabs all the time. Oh, Ortega goes for a hit, high kick. Oh, and at the bell, just misses with a spinning back elbow. Good fucking God. Please go watch this fight for yourself. I have no idea what the value of listening to me commentate these things is, but I have a lot of fun doing it. And it's a really, really interesting way for me to watch the fights and appreciate little details in them better. Um, so I highly recommend you try watching a fight with the sound off sometimes. I'm also reliably informed that watching fights with the sound off but uh, having classical music playing is a really, really good experience as well. So um, I might try that out sometime as well. And, um, you know, thanks for listening. If you've, if you've kept up with this, uh, as I say, I have no idea if this is entertaining or not. I don't think it's entertaining, but it, um, it might give you another level of appreciation for the fights or whatever. I don't know. I do not know, but it's uh, something I'm enjoying doing and we'll probably do a couple more of because it's a uh, good bonus content. Who knows if it'll ever get too many listens, but it's, um, it's stunning to me to think that a sport that I got into fucking five years ago, I can sit down and fucking almost comfortably i'm not super comfortable commentating i know there was a couple of periods of silence and whatnot in this one um but like we um as as with everything to do with punkadelic podcasts you know the the making notes the ideas the recording the mic technique the editing like the more we do it the better we get at it and um that's just true of everything in this life so uh Thanks for coming along this fucking little weird trip with me. Um, if you're watching fights this weekend, fucking enjoy them. If you're watching sports of any kind this weekend, enjoy it. Don't be a fucking arsehole about it. And um, I'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs>